Voice is cuddly. My cage and I've been doing just fine. Gotta gotta be down because I want it all. It started out with a kiss. I didn't end up like this. It was only a kiss. It was only a kiss. Now I'm falling asleep and she's calling a cab while he's having a smoke and she's taking a drag. Going to bed and my stomach is sick and it's all in my head, but she's touching his chest now. He takes off her dress now. Let me go. I just can't look. It's killing me and taking control. Jealousy turning saints into the sea. Turning through sick lullabies Choking on your alibis But it's just the price I pay Destiny is calling me Open up my eager eyes Cause I'm Mr. Brightside Alright, hello and welcome to the Miscellany, the Phantom Podcast Tactical Internet Operations number 7 I'm Jacob. With me, as always, is my trusty co-host, Griffin. Griffin, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me today. Yeah, we've had a pretty good day so far, I'd say. Very um, full day, yeah. There are a lot of important events. No, I mean, there's just things that happened. Well, let's talk about the important events. All right, well... First of all, I woke up before noon. Yeah. That's incredible on its own. Yeah, I don't hear of you very often before noon. <laughs> very seldom, other Are you those wake- two days last week. Yeah, the Friday, Saturday, you're doing good. Yeah, where you you were frightened that I was. <laughs> I was like, awake are, you still, are you still just up from yesterday? Yeah. You know, like, did you go back to sleep, or did you no. stay up? I stayed up on those days because I had things to do. Oh, okay, okay, okay. On Saturday, uh, I had to get up because we were going to uh, do a charity function. My dad and I. Oh, yeah. So was that what you sent me pictures of? Uh, when? I think it was Saturday or Sunday. You were just sending pictures of people going to a quick trip. Um, it like a quick oh, trip? I sent you a picture of my grandfather going to Quick Trip, and I was spying on him from across the room. <sighs> I, had, I knew it was Quick Trip. Yeah, it was a Quick Trip. You know, if hey, if anyone's listening to this and you love Quick Trip, go ahead and comment about it. Uh, <laughs> so the charity event, we go there, and it's this lady that runs this uh, this kind of like day camp thing for people with special needs. Okay, and uh, she's got this this big fucking house. It's like the it, it doesn't look big from the road. When you get in there and back, it's like the biggest fucking house I've seen in my entire life. <laughs> okay. Like, it's insane. Okay. And uh, she's kind of like, retrofitted in. Like, does it just keep huge... going back? No, it's it goes down. Like, it's on a hill. So, in the back. Oh, okay. It looks so like a like... one-story house, but then there's, like, three stories down okay. the hill. Okay, that's kind of cool. So, in the backyard, we go in there and we go inside. And uh, it's ba- <laughs> it's the craziest shit I've ever seen. It's like a Great Wolf Lodge. You walk in and it's a pool area. And it's, like, two and a half stories tall ceiling. Holy shit. All open. And they filled in the pool. With concrete, so that it can be used for this uh, this special needs camp thing they're doing. Yeah. So they hang out in there and do stuff. Um, but facing the pool, there's a second story with a balcony. It looks like a fucking motel inside, and it's just someone's house. Oh, my God. And they have a second story with windows facing out to the pool area. Insane to me. That's crazy. I've That's never awesome. seen uh, opulence like this before in someone's house. Yeah. But now it's a charity. Um, the lady running this charity is... Um, Pretty funny, I think. Okay. 
I was uh, we're talking to her, and she's like, "Yeah, I started this charity because um, my son got in an accident, and they told me he was brain dead, and then he wasn't. He was fine. But and then the uh, ne- the month next month after that, uh, my son got my father. No shit, my husband mm-hmm. got into a car accident, and he was brain dead, oh. and then he died. Oh. And she said, and then a month after that, my grandmother, my best friend in the world, uh, she died." But she didn't just die. She actually got kidnapped and uh, held in a snowmobile uh, like storage area until for ransom. What the hell? And then they murdered her. Oh, my God. And at that point, I stood up and left. I said, excuse me, because I, I started laughing. Because <laughs> she's naming all this fucked up shit in her life. Yeah. And then she's like, yeah, and then my grandmother was kidnapped by the Mujahideen. And then uh, my grandmother... Have you seen the movie Fargo? My yeah. grandmother... <laughs> yeah. I'm like, holy shit, lady. How much... How fucking horrible can that year have been for you? Uh, what part of that makes you want to start a charity? I don't know. I don't know. And she said she's... Then the Lord came to her and told her... Uh, and I said, okay, whatever. Whatever. And, uh, More power to you, but I don't give a shit. Yeah. And, uh, and then... This is kind of the worst part of the story. Uh, after that, because I had to leave because I was laughing about her grandmother being kidnapped and murdered. <laughs> yeah. When I when I met back up with my father afterwards when we were leaving, mm-hmm. he told me, he said, don't take this the wrong way. But after you left, uh, the lady told me that she thought you were very high-functioning. I said, what does that mean? Oh he my said, God. she thought you, you were, were retarded. Autistic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, what? Yeah. I was very hurt. <laughs> I was... <laughs> And I said, I don't think we should support this. Uh. <laughs> because she booked you as a retard? Yeah, I was like, listen, how good at her job can she be? She can't even tell who's retarded or not. Well, you don't know. Or maybe she's just as really good at her job yeah, that I didn't just, even know. Yeah. That's possible. But anyway, I'm really upset about it. <laughs> it's really caused me to go on a soul searching. You should go to see a therapist, see if you're there. she was right. I've been doing a lot of thinking. Have you been retarded this whole time? Yeah, am I retarded? I don't know. Ever since you started jokingly calling me retarded, I've been thinking about it a lot. <laughs> Yeah, but you're you. Well, what do I call you retarded for? Because you're always touching. Because I'm always Aspie, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of uh, uh, incongruent quirks I do with living. I don't know why. Listen, buddy, gender's not the only thing that's a spectrum. Okay, autism as well. Okay, and you're somewhere. So you know that could be anything from mild to super autistic. <laughs> <laughs> one day I just wake up like am I super autistic and I can no longer walk or go to the bathroom by yeah. myself my brain's just flipped a switch yeah well it's like puberty sometimes yeah, I'm just, just mentally you're a late you're a late blooming autist that's fine oh wait am I returning <laughs> immediately yeah. brain functionality yeah. gone it's a uh, it's it's Schrodinger's autism yeah. once you know that you, <laughs> once you think you might be autistic you become autistic that's how it works. So you're autistic now, huh? Yeah, so now I'm getting a, a sticker for my car that <laughs> says I have autism. I'm going to wear a big H- blue hat. Did you say HF, high functioning? You just put it right in the back of your yeah. car? My dad said, don't he's, My dad said, don't feel bad. She, it was a compliment. She said you're high functioning. I said, Dad, that doesn't really help. That's not a compliment. Uh, I'm going to start wearing that blue hat <laughs> that says, please be patient, I have autism. And, uh, and also I'm going to wear a Korean War veteran hat. That was, You should have bought it. It was like a, a dollar. Yeah, but I'd feel bad if a Korean War veteran saw me. There's like five of them. I know there's not that many, but like I said, if it was if it was a Civil War vet, hat, no, you should have just bought so one bad. and just been gone through with it. You, we have we're just we have different standards of morality, Griff. You and I. 
I'm just a, a good pussy. person. You know, because the Korean War veteran hat guys. You're a bad person. <laughs> driving trucks, and they're going to get real aggressive with you if they see you. They're going to be like 70 and try to fight you, and then you're going to feel bad for breaking an old man's rib cage. That's what's going to send me to prison. <laughs> it's a callback to our last episode, or two, two episodes, episodes ago. Um, so why do you litter so much, Griff? I don't litter. Uh, when I'm with you, you're often throwing things, just garbage out the window. You'll throw a, a receipt or a cup. Or a... I don't throw the receipts. I throw the receipts on your floor. The only thing I throw out your window are the straw wrappers. Mm. No. I, I feel like, well, maybe this is wrong, but I feel like my perception of you was that you are a litterer and that you don't care. No, I don't litter. Are you sure? Yeah. If anything, you throw change on the ground. That's not litter. Yes, it is. How is that litter? If no, if you don't want it, no one else wants it. No, other people do want it. No one goes out there and picks it up. If people see, oh, a dollar twenty-seven and quarters, I'll pick that up. No, you litter more than I do. That's not litter. I throw paper. It biodegrades when it rains once. Sure, but I think you. I I contest that you probably litter other things. No, you just see my car. It's full of garbage. Yeah, and sometimes that garbage you just throw it out the window. No, I know how you people are. Okay, who yeah. who's your people? Koreans. I'm not Korean. I saved you people in that war. Look at this hat. Shit <laughs> um, about that. What are we talking about? If anything, you're being worse in the environment than I am. You got a fucking million plastic bottles behind me. So what? <laughs> so what? That's all recyclable. Look do, at the side of the water bottle. Do you Made recycle better it? infinitely. Do you yes, recycle I do. it? I recycle it. I put it in the blue one. Alright. Yeah. Okay. You're still fucking buying them. You could just buy a regular water bottle. And well, I don't it. care about that. <laughs> okay, then you no. get to get on me about littering, then. I'm not making an environmental argument. Then why are you getting on me about littering? Because I think it just degrades our, what we're looking at. Not like plastic bottles. The pla- those plastic bottles end up at a recycling center, safe. <laughs> to burn and go into the atmosphere? I'm not saying I care about the planet. I'm, making, I'm saying in a more philosophical way, I don't like seeing trash. I don't in, like seeing coins yard. all over the place either, but I still see them when you throw when them out the window. When most people see my coins, they say, oh, goody. No, because you know why? Everyone else is in the car and no one else gets out to get your fucking quarters. I just want to make the point for people who are confused. I, when I get change at a restaurant or anywhere, I throw it out my window. Yeah. I throw hundreds a year, hundreds of Yes, you do. Out my window. Yes, you do. And it's because I don't care. Yeah. Because it's change. Change is not currency. Okay. If, if you ask me then, as, a, as a rational Then my straw wrapper is not litter. No, it is litter. Okay, it, yours is more bothersome than mine because mine disappears. Yours mine, is a, mine is due to a mental deficiency in most people. They value change. So when I throw it out there, what uh, okay. I'm doing is I would like to I'm say, though, you're, you're posing as if I throw the whole Taco Bell bag out of your window. That has happened. No, it has not. December 14th, 2017. No. I wrote it down. No, you, uh, let me see it. It's not here. It's, <laughs> Would you write it down then? I wrote it down in my memory bank. That's not writing it down. And uh, December 14th, 2017, I remember. It was, no. a, it was a snowy day. What day was it? What December day the week? 14th. What day of the week was it? It was a Thursday. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. Look it up right now. You have a calendar in front of you. You can look it up. Yeah, a lot of, I can't reach your computer. Look it up. There. Fuck you. <laughs> Get your phone out. Look it up. You're saying that you're a liar. You're slandering me. I'm not lying. I'm saying <laughs> December 14th, Thursday, December 14th, uh, What did I throw out the window? What? What? What did I throw out the window? You threw out your whole bag. No. It was a cheesy case of lupa. <laughs> no. There's anything to think on the menu. You said you wanted to switch the beef for steak, and you wanted to uh, make no. a series of changes. No. You were still driving. In 2017, you were still driving your shitty van, so I literally just probably dropped it on the floor of your van. You leave a lot of garbage in my car. Yeah. I'm used to it. You leave a lot of garbage in my house. 
A no. nice guest would carry out what he brings in. No. That's how it works. No. When I, you know what happened when I ate nuggets at your house three and a half years ago? You left it right there. I took it home. No, you didn't. Because you, that's the nice no, thing. No, you left it on the side table, and I had to get rid of it before the dogs ate it. Well, that does sound true. <laughs> when we watched Apocalypse Now by accident? Yeah, we ended up watching. We were going to see something else. But it wasn't time yet, so we started watching Apocalypse Now, and then we just finished Apocalypse Now instead. Yeah, but what were we, we going to see? I don't remember. Assassination Nation. Oh, we already saw that. We should do a podcast reviewing Assassination Nation. I, then we have to watch it again. Yeah, we can I, watch the whole thing. I don't remember enough about it to complain about it, and I don't want to watch it again. It was a great movie. No. It had uh, Bella Thorne. I don't even know who that is. She was in Shake It Up. I'm not a pedophile. On Disney? <laughs> I didn't watch any Disney shows as a kid. No? No. I think we had this conversation either privately or on the podcast last time. One of my friends has been going through all the old Disney shows he's watched as a kid. And Corey in the she House? brings them up. I've never watched. Sweet Life, Corey in the House, Shake It Up, Big Time Rush, Jonas Brothers, um, That's So Raven, every other show you could fucking think of. I've never seen it. You never watched Kickflips? Nope. Wow. Uh, seriously, I never watched any of those decoms. Not even out of hate. I just, it was, my little brain had no interest in them. That's weird. I, apparently it is, because apparently everyone else I know has seen these shows. And I Did you see The them. Sweet Life on Deck? Nope. Globe Spinners? Nope. I literally do not even know what Globe Spinners is. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm not even fucking with you. I you seriously, don't? Are no, you serious? No, I have no clue. Okay. I seriously, I didn't watch any Disney when I was a kid except the movies. Okay. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, apparently it is. That's weird. Everyone I talked to says, like, what is wrong with you? And I was like, I don't know. I just didn't watch them. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you're going to... Uh, Lab Rats never watched it. Wow. Um I'll take the other shows that were, I can remember seeing bumpers for. <laughs> you were like red in the face. Are you all right? Yeah. What's wrong? Nothing. That's crazy. Okay. We didn't even get to. We didn't even get to Mitsuwa. No. We got to you waking up before Did you watch noon. Red, Bl- uh, red Mike, Blue Mike. No. Nope. Fuck. I don't even know what that is. What is that? It's a Disney show. Okay. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. Anyway, <laughs> so we got to you woke up before noon, which was a mi- small miracle. Yeah, um, we went to a Japanese restaurant. Yeah, we went to a Japanese supermarket. Yeah, in Supermercado Japan the, in the tri-state area. It's called Supermercado Japan. <laughs> and you got you can get grain tortillas and uh, fresh grain tortillas. Yes, they flip them in front of you. Yeah, and Abuelita will sit there and, and flip tortillas. Tamales. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we went to there. We got some lunch. Very delicious. Are you okay? What? You're not doing well in this podcast. Why? You're freaking out for the last like five minutes. Oh, I've been laughing. Yeah. No. Why? Because all the Disney shows I brought up were Kaiser Soze. Was just stuff you're looking at? Yeah, I just bred my blue mic. That's why I was like, what the, I was like, what, is that? what the fuck? I was just naming things in the room. All right, fair enough. Yeah, that made me laugh. <laughs> I had fun. But still, see, that's, that's how little I know about them. Yeah, you no, could have it just been your point. naming real ones. I'm like, I don't fucking know. It proves your point about how fucking gullible. 20 minutes. 20 minutes that you've been talking about autism. Nothing has happened in this podcast. Well, because you were accusing me of littering. And then, Which you did. No. December so 14th, then, Thursday, December 14th, no, It's not even a Thursday. It is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. You have a one in seven chance of being right. <laughs> I have a 100% chance of being right because I know it was that day. because you looked it up to be right? No, it's just I remember December 14th, Thursday, 2017. Uh, You're right. It's Thursday. Yeah. We I had capitulate. Just, <laughs> yeah. I capitulate to littering, but you have the right day. Okay. 
I do? December 17th was a Thursday, yes. Oh my god, there was a 1 in 7 chance! And by which I mean 100% chance, because I was being honest. Of course. Of course. Um, well, do you want to get into uh, the more serious matter we have to talk about today? Um, are we going to talk about the game thing? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So oh, couple... We also saw the, the shitty Fate movie, whatever. Let's talk quickly. We went to see a, the Fate movie. Yeah. What is it called? Fate I don't know. Shadowfall. I literally have the fucking clue what it was called. Here. It had something to do with Astolfo. Fate Stay, and that's all it says on the ticket. Fate Stay. One of them. It's one of the Fate Stay ones. Yeah. So we saw this movie just now. Yeah. At our local Cineplex. Yep. It was horrible. Yeah, it sucked. It was all dialogue that it was I had all, no interest yeah. in. And the fights were loud and. Not incredibly hard to follow, but not terribly interesting to watch. Um, well, I noticed when I saw Mugen Train uh-huh. and then this movie and I think a couple other movies. I don't know what it is, but it seems like they've been really cranking up the fucking volume at the movies lately. I think we keep seeing them at the big movie theater, not our small movie theater. I no, think... I saw at Tinseltown, Mugen Train was fucking well, blaring. I don't think it was that loud there. I don't think they have the subwoofers to be as loud as... Well, I was so there on a date with the waitress, and she was uh, cringing. With she was like, "Ah, it's so fucking loud." All right, maybe then. And then I said, uh, "I really do." I said, hey, "Just baby. fucking get over it." <laughs> how's the, how's it been going with the waitress lately? I don't want to talk about my fucking personal. You don't life. bring it up very often. Can anymore? we not talk about my fucking personal? You brought the waitress the a lot when you first started talking to her. I've not brought this up ever. You bring it up all the time, dude. I've never brought this up. <laughs> you do. I've never <laughs> talked to you about my personal life before. <laughs> you, yeah, you did. Be honest to the people on the show. We don't talk about our lives. No, not really. We really talk about, not We talk to day to day. I don't know shit about you. <laughs> you know a lot about You me. told me a week ago that you have a sister. <laughs> Stepsister. Yeah. Yeah. Out of nowhere. Well, you have like a weird half Asian brother that I didn't know about forever. Where? The one that Colin was talking about. Oh, that's not my brother. That's his. You're age. related to that's... Colin. I'm not related to his half brother. How so? There's degrees of Kevin Bacon. I see. You have a half Asian in the family. His father is not my father. I see. And his father had a Japanese wife, who had, and they had a child. He had Asian jungle fever, huh? He did. Huh. And subconsciously, somehow, that imprinted on me. <laughs> but now... <laughs> Biologically. Yeah. But And so Colin is my brother, but his, step bro- his half-brother is not my brother. I see. Yeah. I see. There you go. Don't listen to my brother's name. <laughs> What are we fucking talking about? We're talking about fate. Oh, yeah. Grand order. And then you tried to bring in my personal life. Uh, talking I talk about the waitress. You, not you brought up the waitress I first. I asked you please not to talk about your <laughs> personal life on the show. First of all, you didn't do that anyway. And then, yeah, that, has been, that one was exceptionally loud. That hurt me to li- watch. The 88s live on <laughs> street. <laughs> in <laughs> Wisconsin across the street from <laughs> high school. What are you doing? What? You're going to put the whole thing what? What's going on? We're getting personal. <laughs> this not our personal lives. Well, I said I don't want to talk about my personal life. So, and if you're so insistent on talking I wasn't about... Insist- I was talking about the fucking movie. I had pivoted back <laughs> to fate, stay night or whatever the fuck it is. I had pivoted back to saying how loud it was. Oh. And then you dodged the 88s. What? <laughs> that had nothing to do with what I was talking about. All right, fine. So what... <laughs> I was just agreeing with you that it was loud as fuck today. No, it was. It was hurting my ears. Yeah, I think... Was Akira really loud? 
Akira? Yeah. It may have been. I feel like every every anime movie I go see to, they turn it up because they're like, oh, these fucking retards love this shit. <laughs> where the fight is blaring and their ears bleed. Yeah, where the whole fucking seat moves. Yeah. That was a pain in my ass. Um, this movie has a problem that I've noticed with most anime movies we see, which is they're not movies. No, they're not. They are just long TV episodes. Yes, they are. And so and I guess this uh, this should just apply to series movies we see. I was going to say, yeah, because I think series movies, a lot of the time, they happen just to be a big chunk of um, the manga. Just a few chapters of it. I suppose. Like, Mugen Train was like a solid seven chapter, yeah. chapters of the manga. Of nothing. So, I think that's the problem that we've been running into, because they just happen to be sections of manga put into an hour and a half, so it just feels like a long episode. Mm-hmm. It's so structure them in three three-act mini-arcs. Mm-hmm. For an hour and a half, you know what I mean? Yeah. Act one is three acts, act two is three acts. You know, like a, I was a tricked show. because the first time we went to see a series' movie, it was the second My Hero Academia movie, which was a movie. Yeah. It yeah, has a first act where you set up all the characters. Yeah. I hadn't ever seen My Hero Academia. I could follow the whole movie. Yeah. Some of the stuff later didn't make as why much you, sense to me. Why did you agree to see that? Were you in anime yet? Uh, yeah, it was after we had seen your name. Okay. And after I had watched Kill a Kill. Okay. And so I just we were starting our trend, which we've carried on, of seeing any anime movie that comes to our theater. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Regardless of whether we know anything about it, such as Fate. Yeah. Yeah. No clue about Fate. Yeah. So I think that second My Hero movie tricked me into thinking they, that these they, are movies. No. Which they are not. No. They are just long episodes. Yes. Uh, and fuck that. <laughs> How is... Demon Slayer, the movie, the most profitable movie of all time, when it's not a movie. I don't know. It was it was fine, but it just felt like three episodes. It literally just felt like a long arc in a television series. But the thing that bothers me is that they literally could have done the Mugen Train story as a movie. I think the problem was... They um, could have adapted you, that as I, a film. I, was, I think you could really tell with anime movies, because they don't do the prep work, because they... Go and expecting you to know what's going on. Yeah. Unlike the My Hero movie that kind of, hey, this is your first time seeing My Hero. This is what's going on. Which is a good idea. No, which is good. to watch the yeah. fucking show. Yeah. But I think that's the problem with this one because they dropped you in. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. I, had no, I mean, we walked in like three minutes late, even if they had done an intro. I saw no There couldn't have been on. adequate explanation. No. In the three minutes we missed. And the fact that there was all exposition anyway that that little girl was saying, and it still didn't help us at all. No, the whole movie was fucking exposition, and yet I still didn't give a fuck about a single character. Yeah, I still didn't know what was going on. And the fights were well done, I suppose, but I didn't give a shit, so it meant nothing. Yeah, the fights were well done, but I feel like they were stylistically appeasing, but um, busy. Mm -hmm. I felt like... Uh, like, a Bones fight is a good fight. I know what's going on in a Bones fight. And that had, like, the look of a Bones fight, but not the prowess of making a Bones fight. Studio Bones. Yeah. You could say they had the bones of a Bones fight, but not the... There's a frog that jumping out your window. Oh. That's fine. He's outside, right? <laughs> yeah. Is that all the spiders you've killed on that wall? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two of them bring so during the show. a frog out there? There's... I'm looking at him right now. Oh, is he... He's looking in, and he keeps jumping at it and hits it in the window. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Remember last year I sent you pictures of all the frogs yeah, I have living yeah. in my windows? Yeah. Yeah. It's a thing. That's what you were still trying to convince me that you're living in an apartment by yourself. I was trying to convince you that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't uh, – I think I, saw, I I just omitted any of the information that would make No, because you kept talking about your roommates or your neighbors. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
You said there was a Mexican lady across the hall. You were lying. <laughs> I was. You're right. I was. <laughs> I am a liar. So, yeah, uh, Fate Stay, whatever, third act, horseshit. That sucked. Another bad movie. Because it made me think while I was watching this dog shit movie and I had time to think about other things. Yeah, I was going to say, I was so bored. We were going to reevaluate my life. Yeah. Um, made me think about, like, All Might versus the Nomu. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that fight wouldn't have been as good if I didn't give a shit. You know? Yeah. Like part Out of, of context, it being was, so awesome yeah. is that you like All Might, and he shows up, and yeah. you know he doesn't have many more of these left. Yeah, and it's the first and only real All Might fight, other than versus uh, yeah. Doctor Destructo. Yeah, because versus All for One is not even just a fight, but just an endurance kind of thing. Yeah, well, this is your time where you get to see All Might. Uh, he's like do fighting, his shit. fighting. Yeah, he's like in a full fist fight. Well, yeah, and you get to see him beat the shit out of somebody. He yeah. barely wins the the other fight. This is just All Might going ham. Yeah, and you get to see last, what it's like. The last All Might going ham. Yep, and then he then he gets AIDS. Yeah, he dies. Does. So in the movie theater lobby, there's a dude with a bulletproof vest. Yeah, what the with fuck? AR-15. Yeah, he had a badge on. I think he was a sheriff. Was he? I, he had the maybe it just said American citizen. Yeah, proud proud to, proud to serve. Yeah. But he just Kyle like Kyle Rittenhouse walking around. Yeah, Kyle Rittenhouse is fucking. He got backwards hat on, his fucking sunglasses. He got a badge on, a a vest full of ammunition. Yeah, I mean, he probably had if each of them are thirty a piece, three, six, nine, twelve, probably at least one hundred fifty rounds of ammunition yes. on him. A firearm that he's just holding across his chest. Was he? I believe so. Or at least he had a sidearm. Yeah, he had a sidearm. In my head, I feel like he should have had a rifle. Well, but I don't yeah, think maybe I he saw. just had. Maybe it was just pistol ammo, and then it wasn't 150 rounds. So there was like 15 a piece. But still, he had a lot of fucking ammunition, and I know he was at least armed. Oh yeah, to the teeth. <laughs> and he had like his tattoos and shit. Yeah, it was just very odd. He was just walking in the lobby of a, a a movie theater. And I'm like, is this a hired cop that they have in here, or like what the fuck is he doing? There? Yeah, I don't know because he was he, he was meandering the bar area when I came in. Me too. And then. When we were leaving, he was just standing in the middle of the lobby. Yeah, in the middle of the lobby. Looking around, checking his corners. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is this? Are we in fucking the Gaza Strip right now? Why is this guy here? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. That's... We gotta have a... We, these fucking cops. <laughs> cops. It's ridiculous. They're just... It, it's not an armed occupation, obviously. But it just does not feel right to have someone like that standing in a fucking movie theater. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's... Or like I'm when not... that fucking cop flashes lights to get in the turn lane just to fucking turn. Yes, because he didn't want to wait. There was probably that fucking cop. Probably. He <laughs> was an undercover He was an undercover cop. Yeah, we have in that conversation too. An undercover cop shouldn't have fucking real cars. No, there shouldn't be undercover cops unless they're on a mission. Mm-hmm. Unless they're, they're like, okay, there's this guy. We're going to stake out. I'm going to use one of our undercover cars. Yeah. It's fucking insane that they're just driving around in unmarked cars. Yeah. That's fucking stupid, man. It's just... It... It's like the fucking Gestapo just walking yeah. around. I don't like that they're sitting out there looking for for me to be going 10 over yeah. on the highway, pulled off with camo draped over their car <laughs> yeah, like a fucking artillery nest. I'm like, listen, because you know, you fucking know, that cop, everyone he pulls over is me going 15 over. Yeah. He no. never gets he that never fucking gets... dude who zips by. No, he's going insane. 95. Yeah. yeah. That no. dude who's going to kill somebody never no, gets There's a guy going over. 12 over that he pulls over. Yes. Every time. And they do it because for some fucking reason in this country, we had the fucking amazing idea to say uh, police should be able to collect their own funds from tickets. What? No. No, they shouldn't. No. Because now you're incentivizing them to do to fucking do a bad job. To fuck me, yeah. You're incentivizing I mean, them I, for corruption. I, I realized the other day, I was driving home, I'm like, oh, I saw four cops on my way home. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? It was the 18th. It's almost the end of the fucking month. 
and they hit their fucking quotas for tickets. Yes. So they're riding my fucking ass. Yeah. I don't it's like ridiculous. It. No. It's insane. I think there should be a big distinction that exists in our society. You should have SWAT team, you should have your detectives and your undercover guys, and they're doing they should be fucking busy. They're yeah. not dealing with me. I should never see them in my fucking life. Because no. I'm not selling crack or I'm not raping anybody. Yeah, I'm not committing crimes. I'm not part of a, a of MS thirteen. I should never engage with those fucking guys. Yeah. I shouldn't see them. No. Because when I see them I should go, Oh shit, something's happening. Yeah. And then there should be guys in in yellow police cars, like in fucking yeah, London. Like in London. I love that. Who shit. show up. Yeah. Because they those guys, their job should be you wanna know where the police are, because we're here to help you if yeah. there's something wrong. It shouldn't be uh, I'm in my camo here waiting for a guy yeah. to jaywalk so I can shoot him. <laughs> yeah. Like, I should be able fuck? to be like, oh, I was speeding. That's my bad. I'm sorry, yes. officer. Or I should also be able to go, oh, hey, officer, you know, I saw a woman back there. She looks like she needs help. Can you go help her out? Or and, a man. Yeah, sure. But just a, co- a cop in this country would be like, yeah, whatever. All right. Yeah. And, and then another cop would just go over there. I just don't understand cops in this country at all. If I saw a police officer... I would be afraid to go talk to him to tell him something's wrong. Yeah, I don't want to talk to fucking If cops. I saw, like, a problem, I would think, oh, I can't approach the car because he's going to shoot me. Yeah. So I'm going to, like, I walk in front. I go, like, hold my hands up. You put your hands on the hood. hood. I go, officer, uh, I think I saw a rape happening down the road. <laughs> Get out the car! Get out the car! Get out the car! <laughs> Show me your hands! Yeah. And he makes you unbutton your shirt and makes you don't have a bomb on him. Yeah, and he says, do the truffle shuffle. <laughs> No, I don't want to. And then your Do wire falls out. Yeah. And he makes me jiggle. That'd be a good way as a gang to make sure no one's wearing a wire. Is make them do the truffle <laughs> shuffle from the yeah. Goonies. It's just randomly, uh, the boss is known to, you know, make you do a truffle shuffle, so just be careful. Wait, what? what? <laughs> do a truffle shuffle. <laughs> he's, a, he's got a wire and a tape yeah. recorder. You're a wire from under your man tits. <laughs> um, so that was Fate. Yeah, with cops. <laughs> That's our review of Fate. Fate with cops. Fate with cops. So we're talking about games we've been playing. So a couple weeks ago, I think I... Well, I know that I challenged you on the show. I yeah, said, you... I'll give you a game to play. You'll give me a game to play. Mm-hmm. We have to play at least 10 hours, mm-hmm. which is a, a decent sample size. To yeah, see to how get you a feel, feel of it. Yeah, of course. Now, the wrinkle here is that I think I might have edited it out of that podcast. Oh. <laughs> so I don't know if people know that we I was going to say, I know you challenge. issued the challenge both in private, and I think on here you at least brought it up that it was an idea you wanted to do. I did for sure bring it up here on the show. Yeah. But I think I might have edited out of the final product, <laughs> uh, which is unfortunate. <laughs> uh, but sometimes shit has to go for time. Yeah. Okay? Because we're 38 minutes in right now, <laughs> and we haven't talked about shit. No. That's all right. um, so, Griffin, what did you make me play? Uh, I challenge you to play one of my favorite games of the last few years, Persona 5 Royale. If there's one thing you better be singing with me, you better be dancing. Yes. What did you think about? I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, and I'd like to preface this with saying that I, did, I I went in with my recommendation not knowing you didn't like RPGs. Okay. So I won't be mad if you talk shit. Could you describe the game a little bit for the folks at home? Um, yeah, I suppose. I mean, it's just uh, it's, it's a typical JRPG. Mm-hmm. It's about five hours of prep time before they let you off the chain. Yeah. But, I mean, it's a four-party system, uh, elemental attacks, criticals. 
Uh, your party gets bigger the more you recruit, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'll let you do more of the story stuff, but it's mostly okay. just it's mostly just an RPG, if you think of an RPG. Yeah. Uh, I don't like RPGs. Mm-hmm. I don't like the turn-based combat thing. For me, I like my combat to be real-time. Okay. That's just how I like it. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I think that's probably because I just never played any when I was younger, so I didn't grow up with it and never okay. became a thing for me. See, I grew up playing, like, Pokemon and shit. Yeah, so I didn't I play Pokemon. Pokemon. Oh. I didn't. I was playing Star Wars Battlefront on my PlayStation 2. So that's the shit I do. Yeah. Um, I played Persona 5 one time when you were playing it. Yeah, I was playing Royal, and then I bought you Persona 5 to try to get you into it. Because I didn't want to give you my copy of Royal yet. Yeah. Because I was still playing it. Yeah. And so I was, I played for like, I don't know, through the the first, uh, through like the robbery at the beginning at the casino, and then I played up until we get to uh, Old San's house. Okay. And then I said, uh, fuck this shit. Yeah, I, yeah, I hate no, this game. This is fair enough. Now, for the challenge I started playing, and I, I liked it a lot more this time. Okay. Uh, for me, part of it, I think, is that sometimes, unless I really like a game, I like to just listen to a podcast over it. Okay, yeah. And so for this, I kind of felt like, oh, uh, i got to kind of pay attention. I was going to say, for this one, I, I did I, – I, I listen to a podcast like, for whatever game I'm playing, mm-hmm. really. So for Persona, I would – Pause it during the cutscenes, but in dungeons for like five hours, I'd have yeah. a, I'd have a podcast playing or a, a YouTube video playing. So I got into it more this time. Uh, I like the parts where. Well, my favorite thing at the beginning was when I finally got to have to go to school and find my way there via the trains and mm. actually ask a fucking train attendant guy where my line was. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah, the the more immersive stuff in the uh, in the world mm. of uh, pretending to be a Japanese salary man. Which I've always wanted to be. Um, that was good. Uh, I like uh, Ryuji, my my buddy. I get to meet at the beginning. Uh, kindred spirits, I guess you could say. Yeah. We both are uh, delinquents, miscreants. Yeah. Though Joker's uh, delinquent activity was stopping a rape. <laughs> yeah, and, and Ryuji's was disagreeing with Kabushita. Yes. So they're not really delinquents, but they've been socially ostracized into delinquency. By uh, people being pieces of shit in their society. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was pretty cool. I liked that. Uh, the combat stuff, I was just playing on basically the second to easiest difficulty. So not the one that just purely to enjoy the story. Like, there's no challenge in gameplay. Yeah. But the one just above that. I. Yeah. It's not my style. It's fair enough. So I had fun with that, but it was kind of, you know... I. As you can imagine, without the challenge that you would get playing it, it's somewhat lessened. Yeah. But the challenge for me would have gotten annoying. Yeah. So I'm somewhere in between, like, do I choose to have it more that I want that's annoying or less than ideal, but doesn't make me get pissed off? So that's what I went with. Uh, I, As far as I got, I got, like, 13 hours into the game. I beat Kamashita's castle. Hmm. Uh, I got him to admit his wrongdoings of being a rapist. <laughs> Did he rape anybody or? Yes. Whom, whom did he rape? He was definitely raping Shiho. Oh, he was? Yeah, that's why she tried to kill herself. Oh, uh, I thought he was beating the shit out of Shiho and on pressuring she, on to sleep with him so that he I, wouldn't no, beat think, the shit out of Shiho I think, anymore. I think he was raping her and telling Anne that he'd stop raping her if he slept, if she slept with him. Because mm. I know physical abuse part of it too, but I know sexual abuse was a big part of it as well. Yeah. Sad. Sag. Yeah, but on sure is hot, am I right? <laughs> like, if you were a gym teacher. <laughs> if I was an Olympic gold medalist. Yeah. Uh, Oy vey. 
yeah. Sad news, everybody. <laughs> I've got a sad news. <laughs> I've got a sad news. Uh, what an iconic moment from Pika Me. <laughs> and all happened because of your $5 Five, five dollar. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I guess the story of Persona 5 as I know it is that you you play as Joker. Yeah. You're given a second chance at life by, uh, uh, by a Jewish fella in a <laughs> prison. He sends oh, you back in time. Yes. No. Uh, he's, a, he's not a Jewish He doesn't send you back in time. He's either. Bernie Sanders. But he gives you whatever. There's no time traveling. Though. He helps you out. Yeah. He says, uh, <laughs> yeah, he is. He, yeah. Um, and then you start meeting friends who have these persona things, which are like a semblance. And, no, um, they're like a JoJo stand. They're not like a semblance. They're like a semblance. No. And they, uh, not like they give like you like these special powers. You become them. They become you. That sort of thing. Yeah. And you work together. And you're just going around writing wrongs <laughs> like Scott Bayo and uh, Quantum Leap. And uh, that's Scott Bayo. That's about it, right? Um, yeah. Uh, do you have, do you ever intend playing anymore? Or should I just tell you about it? I intend to play. I, I think I might play more. Okay, because you said you're going to play it to the point where it got hard. Is what you told me. But essentially, the the your group of Phantom Thieves with Yuan and Ryuji decide to keep doing it mm-hmm. and change the societal wrongs that you guys had suffered to make sure no one else it happens to anyone else anymore uh-huh. so you start going after other phonies and fakes like mm-hmm. uh fucking uh what's his name kamashita no like um <laughs> what's the guy's name from uh Tetris and holden coffee like holden Caulfield, yeah. phonies <laughs> phonies and fakes but um yeah it, it and it keeps Stradlater was his friend and it keeps ramping up because i think the next one is an artist and then it's like a Yakuza. And then it's finally the guy that's running for the national diet. Okay. So it keeps going higher and higher up the chain of how famous you are. And then Akechi betrays you. Maybe. I watched that happen. Oh, did you? Yeah, Akechi yeah. betrays you. Yeah, and there's not as many crossword puzzles as I would like. You haven't gotten there yet. There's only one every once in a while. Yeah. But it's... Yeah, you have to basically just walk in and there's one on the table. Yeah. You, the goal, um, Not golden. Royal is way better. Because they had no nighttime activities in Persona 5. Oh. Like, if you try to go outside, uh, Morgana was like, you should go to sleep. Mm. So it had to be do something in the house or nothing. Wow. So, yeah, they added everything at night. They completely added in Royal. So I can do batting cages at night now. Yeah, or you can just go out. Like, you can go um, later in the game and go hang out with the catchy in, uh, like, the red light district and shit. Get whores. You can be sake bombs, kick it old school. Yeah. Pitifully predictable spider. You would have said it if I didn't say it. I did. I wasn't going to. Yeah, you were. You thinking about it? Because I decided you that sound I shouldn't like, you say sound it. You're lying. No, I just decided because you 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 give me such a hard time for saying things. <laughs> I was thinking I will stop saying things I like that make me happy. <laughs> when I was last time I give you a hard time saying anything. Because when I decided we weren't going to be friends anymore on Discord. <laughs> what even happened that night? Oh yeah, I was just singing a song or something. You said, "Oh, you're just going to fucking sing that song again," and I said. Okay. <laughs> and then I stopped talking. Well, when you get bored on Discord, you just start singing stuff, or you just start saying the same thing over and over again. Yeah, that's what I do, because I'm fucking bored. Well, <laughs> I usually have a YouTube video playing. <laughs> it's like, yeah, a video, it's like, these are how quantum lines work. Yeah, just tell me to change the video instead of start singing. That's how I know how to change the video, is because you start, <laughs> you get antsy. I you like, start singing Blink-182, and I'm like, oh, I guess I gotta change the video. I sing all I'm day. Not even, I'm not even mad, I'm just saying In it's an observation. In my living room, I sing all day. In my car, I sing all day. At the beginning of this video, we sing Mr. Brightside. 
It's what I do. I know. I stop constantly, I'm constantly whistling stuff. Yes. I agree with you. What do you like to whistle? Uh, Any particular tunes? Or just or are they tunes or are they just whistles? Um generic whistling. They're generic whistling a lot of the time, but I do like doing um Spike's whistle from the first episode when he's walking to the swordfish. That's of Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. And uh didn't he make that up, I think? The uh voice actor I I remember oh, hearing I in know. the director's commentary that he just, just said he Spike just whistles. Whistling. Yeah. And he he made a specific tune that he did. All right, Griff. What's up with this meat slide you sent me a picture of? <laughs> That's pretty awesome, huh? What the fuck is this? Is the world's greatest slide? It's horrifying. No, it's awesome. <laughs> is it just a rusty slide covered in barbed wire? Yeah, I think it's mostly a Photoshop, but still. Horrible. <laughs> I don't like that. All right, what game did you challenge me to play? All you sent me, real quick. Okay. You sent me a picture of Ryuko's mom in Sandcats from yeah. Kill a Kill. Uh-huh. You sent me a picture of a, me- a horrible meat <laughs> slide, slide covered yeah. in barbed wire uh-huh. and some used Subaru yeah. that you were thinking about buying. <laughs> that was, that was just that was in my camera roll. That was all next to each other. Okay. <laughs> it's just pornography, meme, pornography. You're a weird guy. Okay. Uh, oh, my final thoughts on Persona. Oh, though. of course, yeah. I thought it was interesting. I think it's, it held bad for me by being an RPG. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of not the kind of game I like. But I'm willing to possibly play more as it comes to me. A problem for me, I think, is that I've started playing Judgment, which is relevant to the next thing we'll talk yeah. about. But Judgment is also set in Japan, walk around Japan, do kind of I think, RPG type things. I, was like, I think you'll like the life sim stuff the more you play. Okay. Because right now it's very basic, but it's like daytime, you have something you can choose to do anywhere in Tokyo. Okay. Nighttime, you have anything to do in Tokyo, and each of them are usually unique interactions. Like you can hang out with someone, you can go study, you can bat in cages, sacred garden, all that shit. Okay, so because right now I felt like it opened up a little bit after yeah. the castle thing. No, it gets really open. Okay, it opens up more than like, that. Because um, I was starting to feel a little fatigued, like, oh, it seems a little limited. No, it gets a little samey. But, so even um, more than that. Yeah, because by the end of it, um, can you fast travel yet? Yeah. Okay. By the end of it, there's probably like 20 lo- spaces you can tra- fast travel to. Oh, okay, to. cool. Because so there's, like, the right there's like an amusement park. There's a book district. There's okay. a red light district. There's the amusement district. There's can a you whole get bunch of other shit. in the red light district. You can go to a bar and get hit on by a reporter. That sounds fun. Yeah. Um, so far, I think I'm in love with the uh, goth doctor. The goth doctor was my first romance one yeah. in Persona 5. In, in your life. <laughs> <laughs> in Persona 5, she was the first one that I, I banged. Okay. And then uh, the second one was Hifumi, the girl at the church who plays Shogi. Cool. I didn't hear about she's, your sexual she kind of She's like Yuri. Oh. I think it's why I like... Or she looks like Yuri. She doesn't act like Yuri. But she she's not insane? Like no, she's not insane or autistic. She doesn't stab herself to death. No. Hey, I, I resent that as an autistic person. No, there's too many in there to make it. Yeah. All right, fine. Okay, All right. well, moving on. Moving on. Oh, oh, I give, oh, I give close it a your 7 thoughts? out of 10. Okay. Because I, I cut you off during your closing thoughts about the traveling stuff. Yeah. So, Griff, what did I have you play? Or should I say what I yeah, had you Yeah, you, you asked me what... Ask yeah. me what... What game did you challenge me to play? I challenged you, Griffin... To play one of my favorite games of the last couple of years. I played it at the beginning of Pandemic, I think. Yes. And I sent you constant pictures <laughs> of my phone on the, <laughs> of the uh, TV screen yeah. of it talking about it. It is Yakuza 6, which was the first Yakuza game I ever played. You're leaving now. And 
my first Yakuza. Oh, no. I played a little bit of Zero and hated it and never played it yeah. again. So my first real Yakuza game I dove into. And I told you when you played Yakuza 0, I explained to you how shitty all the other games are besides Yakuza 6. So uh, I was trying to play Yakuza 6, and I played... I sat down, and I played it for about two hours, and I hated it. Yes. It was too slow. Nothing was happening. Mm -hmm. The combat sucked, and... I, I call it. that Persona 5 Syndrome. I, I call that every fucking game syndrome. That's true. No games are good when you start them. Games have a goddamn problem of starting yeah. so fucking slow. Except like action games. Like Call of Duty, you can just fucking turn on. But if mm -hmm. you're playing a game for 60 hours, it fucking sucks the first few hours. So I had put it down for about a week, and I didn't want to feel like touching it again. But I knew... And you sent me messages demeaning the game and made me feel bad. <laughs> I just I didn't like it. I know, and that cut me in my heart. <laughs> And then I was like, all right, I'm going to sit down and play the rest of this game because I know I have to do it for the podcast. Yeah, 10 and, hours. And I, I was gonna say, I, w I was ready to commit. And then um, next time I booted up the game, I was like, all right, I guess I'll go through all the shit I didn't go through before. So I was trying to figure out the XP thing. And then How much of the story would you say happened in those first two hours you played? Like, where did you, where, where did you get to where you left off? I had gotten to Kamucho to look for Akiyama. Okay, so you already so you did like all the orphanage shit. Yeah, I did all, all the shit. I, I was looking for Haruka. Yeah. Okay, so you, basically, you the first thing you did and then stopped was like the opening cutscene almost. Like it's a series of opening. Cut yeah, scenes. no, it's really yeah, it's got a long lead in. But I had yeah. gotten to and then Cosmo says, "Kept you waiting, huh?" I got to Kamucho and um, yeah. I had played like another forty minutes in Kamucho, mm -hmm. and I still didn't like it. Okay, but um. I booted up the game next time, and I I was like, all right, I go through my XP, I'll go through the inventory and everything. I saw my inventory had a rainbow bun. <laughs> you did, sent me a picture. Did you have one? Maybe. Okay, I don't know what it's from. Maybe it was from having a playing Yakuza Zero before or something, and it was a loyalty reward. Okay, but it was five hundred XP for everything. Okay, so I ate it, and I went to my XP, and I was like, all right, health, health. That sounds like a lot of XP. Yes, for the beginning of the game, it was yes. an insane amount. So I got like. Um, the attack combo speed boost. I got a heat bonus. I got a bunch of health and attack. And once I had buffed myself up, the game got a lot more fun because <laughs> it wasn't as challenging Damn. anymore. Yeah. I'm upset. I, I looked up Rainbow Bun in our search history, and it all, the only time it came up was with us talking about it just now. Oh, so it must have I was hoping that maybe you, we you said Rainbow Bun if I had it and took a frog. Is it a frog? The frog guy. The oh. frog guy. But, I'm um, glad I don't have to play Toy Story music and go hit a spider, <laughs> as per usual on the show. But, um, yeah, so I got the rainbow button, and I buffed myself up, and I started having a lot more fun with the game. Yeah. Because it was no longer... The way I play fighting games, and the way I play a lot of games, is I do all attack, and I don't dodge. I just t try to tank everything. Okay. So I was doing that at the beginning of Yakuza. Like Mouse Girl from uh, Titan Force. So I was trying to do that at the beginning of Yakuza, and I just kept getting my ass kicked because I refused to parry and evade attacks, and I just do heavy attacks and medium attacks. So I was getting my ass kicked. Sounds like something Cosmo would do. But so. as um, after I got my upgrade, I had a lot better time with it, and I've sat down, and I have actively want to play more of it now. I've been playing every time we were on a call, which has been at least two or three hours apiece. Yeah. I played it by myself some, and I'm probably going to go home and play it more. Yeah. So I think I had changed my mind on it once the difficulty went down. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I'm glad like you're it. liking no, it. No, I like it a lot more now. I can, um, I appreciate, uh, how confined it is. I don't find it annoying that it's yeah. a smaller map. I like because it's 
small but intricate. Yeah. That kind of stuff. It is very, it is the opposite of Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. It's very small, but you can go in a lot of the buildings, and there's kind of a lot there. Yeah. There's, a, there's a lot of detail. And it's not of... hard to get familiar either. No, no. Like, I already have my favorite shop My favorite shop in the yeah. seaside town, which is the oyster Onamichi. place. And get all my delicious oysters that give me yeah. book and star XP, because they're fucking impossible to get yes. in regular fights. Yeah. And that was an interesting thing I like to bring up about Yakuza 6. Sure. From your experience playing it versus mine. Yeah. And maybe because I am an RPG guy of me farming fights. Yes, this is something I didn't think to do. <laughs> that I noticed when I've watched you play is I when I was playing, I would see the gangs on the map. And I go, oh, I should avoid them. And then when I watch you play, you're like, hey, guys, to fight. And you go beat the shit out of them. So, yeah. Yeah. So Tell us more. Um, the way I play most RPGs, like even like Persona, I'll just... I'll just grind out enemies. I have no issue sitting there for two hours just running the same hallway fighting enemies if I have, like, YouTube video on. Uh-huh. I'll just keep fucking doing it and keep leveling up until that margin is closed where it's not worth my time anymore fighting these guys because I get one hit. I hit them once. They die, and they give me 40 bucks and 5 XP. It's no yeah. longer worth it because 40 bucks three hours ago was half my money, but now it's in a tenth mm-hmm. of my money. So that's what I've been Diminishing doing in Yakuza. Returns. That's what I've been doing in Yakuza where I'll just – I'll see guys, and I'm like, oh. I get things also because my fights take five seconds, so uh-huh. I have no issue doing them. Because I'll, well, <laughs> I'll just super fight. I'll just flying kick three guys, yes. and I'll be done. I've seen you do your flying kick move where you, t- where you hit all five guys. <laughs> I know. And knock them down <laughs> with a magic flying kick. Yeah, it's the best move in the game. I'll, I'll blend in with them and be like, hey, guys, how's it going? And they yeah. notice I'm a bad guy. And I'll run backwards, flying kicking all of them. <laughs> And collect the $10,000 they drop. Yeah. So this must be shocking for you, based on how you've played the game, that I did. I don't think I upgraded anything until I got to Onamichi. <laughs> like, any of my stats. Yeah. I don't think I clicked on any of them. And I don't think I really unlocked any moves <laughs> overall the whole time. I don't know any other moves to unlock. Like, I just know the basic, like, five-hit combo. Yeah. Like, it's, it's all reliable. I don't use it anything is. else. Yeah, so I really did not delve much yeah. into the and the see RPG that's what elements. that was made me that's what made me mad immediately because I go to go play with the XP system and I have no idea how it works yeah. at all and now I know that it's you buy them with the XP you have mm-hmm. it's not a rolling it's not the total of whatever XP you have yeah so I got a lot less frustrated when I figured that out but it's surprising to hear that you did nothing I mean you just really don't need it in Kamucho no. Because you only get in one fight, and it's with the triad guy. It just made the fights a little harder <laughs> when thugs walk up and find me. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I guess we just have such different ways of approaching the game, but I'm glad that you've had a good time. Like, Which I appreciate with – um, that is dynamic enough where I could find a way to appreciate it as an RPG guy yeah. of those fights that I can farm to get more money to buy more shit that I want. Yeah. Because that was it to the point where yesterday you saw me do it, where I bought – a fourteen hundred dollar piece of armor. Yeah, you have so much fucking money. Yeah, did you have that much money when you played? No, no. <laughs> I, I think like, I had I had decent money, but I like there were times when maybe I can't remember if it was that I was just maxing out on the amount of uh, you know uh, Bass Trace and I could buy at the yeah. pharmacy, or if I didn't have enough money. I can't remember, but yeah, I don't know. I didn't feel like I was. Uh, su- I, you're like uh, you're like a guy who. Um, has been doing, who's been grinding out Red Dead 2 outside of the main story missions, and they're like, Arthur, we're going to go rob a bank and get $1,000. Like, Dutch, I have $30,000 from doing side shit or just robbing people and shit. Yeah. 
Dutch, I can finance us to go to. Yeah, no, right I was now. I I was like that in uh in Stra- not strawberry um, Valentine. Uh, yeah, what is that? Well, Horseshoe Overlook. Ah, I had. I had like bought everything in the camp. Like, I yeah. bought the chicken coop and all that shit by then. I and even the first act of the game. I think it's just I just have a I just like doing grinding stuff. You in are video a games. grinder. Yeah. I am not so much. <laughs> but yeah, I had like three hundred thousand yen when yeah. I bought it, or like six hundred thousand. I had a lot of money. Yeah, and it was only one hundred forty-eight thousand. Yeah, so I bought it, which is like, supposed okay. to sound crazy. <laughs> yeah, like I guess on a whim I'll buy this meat armor. Yeah, that's useless. You can't run in it anymore, but you get crazy attack. I'll use this meat armor that actually nerfs me. Yeah, I think I'm, om- I think I'm only going to use it in, like, boss fights. Yeah. Like, I'll just slap it on. And you then... just slap it on, unequip it, dodge, equip it, <laughs> punch, unequip. You, you got you to gotta, uh, micromanage. But the funny thing is I bought that, and there were thugs outside. Yeah. And I made, like, 70K from those thugs. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I made, like, half of it back immediately. Yeah. Well, because there's also a stat in the um, other category that increases money drops. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's just, statistically, I get in so many fights, I get a lot of money. Yeah. No, you've found a great way (laughs) to exploit, and I think you're like you're speed running the game. Okay, on the first day in Kamarucho, just keep going around for an hour beating people up. The worst part is I want to go back to Kamucho because I wanted to get that last, that second uh, combo speed, the fight speed upgrade, Mm -hmm. and I was like, 300 short still yeah i had grinded out so much between then i was like 50 by the time i started showing you yeah um and in kamucho i was like okay because i was just gonna console command it in to be honest with you i was gonna be like slash 500 xp enter yeah but um i look it up and i was like there's no console commands for it but there's uh there's like all the safes all this like all the location of the safes and stuff and in kamucho on a roof by an hvac there's a safe that um, has a code, unlike all the other shapes that you need a key for. Yeah. This one has a code, and it's a code from two issues of the Yakuza comic series. It's okay. between two comics, and inside is a million yen and a rainbow bun. <laughs> <gasps> a rainbow bun. I was like, fuck, I need yeah. that rainbow bun. You will go back to comedy show. Yeah, it's like so. chapter 15, though. It's true. There is a I, lot of stuff. I, I looked up, like, when you go back to Kamucho, and I was like, chapter 15. I was like, I'll have three million yen by then. Yes, that's true. <laughs> yeah, you got a good point, but. Um, so you're, you're having a good time with that. You've changed, you know, I haven't played many beat-em-up games. I, I think it's probably the only one I've played. Yeah, because I will say I don't like most beat-em-ups, like, uh, Devil May Cry, Bayonetta, um, Metal Gear Rising, even. Mm-hmm. I don't like that style of game where it's all action, uh, reflexes, and it's cerebral, but not in the cerebral that I like playing video games in. For me, those games have always seemed very Japanese. Yes. Beat 'em up type stuff, and it seems like the uh, it seems similar to the rhythm music game. Yeah, just all reaction to the moving your finger stuff. thing to match stuff, and that's just never my thing. Yeah, I'm not. But this game, I feel like there's enough there where I can just kind of do it, and, and you know, kind of. Yeah, there's enough. I, I feel like the enemies telegraph enough that if I'm paying attention, I can dodge them. Yeah, but I always feel I had the same situation with Ghost of Tsushima. With, you know, how you got to dodge and stuff. It's yes. kind of hard to get yeah. at first. But I think that game and Yakuza worked for me in a way that some others yeah. don't. Because I didn't like... I, I don't know if I like Ghost of Tsushima because I didn't like uh, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Mm. And that they seem... I know Sekiro's super hard, though. Yeah, I know. There's a From Software game. Yeah. But they seem mechanically similar with mostly okay. dodging and parrying. There is a lot of that. Yeah. But you can also handle a great deal of the combat covertly. I don't know if I want to do that in a samurai game. It, well, you're a ninja. Well, you become a ninja. It's all the way I play Yakuza. Yes. I just kind of like 
barreling through. Yeah, I like stealth games like uh, like Far Cry stuff. I always use stealth to take down the outposts and stuff. But I feel like I don't know. I feel like in Sekiro, not Sekiro, but when I play Ghost of Tsushima, whatever that director's cut comes out, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm just gonna mostly stand in the middle of the of the outpost with my sword drawn. Yeah, and try to fight everyone. Then we'll see how that works out. <laughs> I don't think you. it's gonna work out well, but that's I. F- I <laughs> knowing how I play video games, I know it's probably yeah. how I'm gonna try it. Well, seeing how you play video games is frightening. <laughs> it's a very interesting method. Um, so how do you feel about Cosmo so far? Main character. I've never seen a man who's never had sex before. Before I saw Cosmo, <laughs> why <laughs> you insist that he's never had sex before? Yeah, he's, he's so weird. I think I think he's above it all. Yeah. I think he's probably had he's, sex before he, at someone else's discretion. He no longer he he doesn't have that that base emotion to have sex. He has no sex drive. He has no need for it. In his hierarchy, his no, he's his a, Marslow hierarchy of needs, his top one is Haruka. Yeah, and the bottom his, his one top, his top triangle is orphans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I think Cosmos probably had sex where some woman wanted him, and he just said okay. He was yeah, he was too much but of a pushover. He was just over. looking off in the distance. Yeah. <laughs> Saying, I loved a woman once. Yeah. You know, I loved once. That was a long time ago. I was young then. Yeah. Um, Made a mistake. Is that your only thought about <laughs> no. Virgin? I, I very much like uh, Kazuma. He's a very uh, enigmatic protagonist. Yeah. I feel like... Uh, he instantly... You can instantly endure to him. There's nothing abrasive about him. No. For me, he's like the last of these like Leonardo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, the last movie star type guys. Okay. You know, like, that's how I feel. Yeah. Like, when I watch Once Upon a Time Hollywood. He just has unlimited charisma, not for the act of speaking. Yeah. There's just a charisma. There's a, a just a, aura, an aura of, about yeah, them. Yeah. And it's like, when I watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, it's like, this movie would not be as good if it had Miles Teller in it. Okay. Instead of Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. You know? Like, it's not that Leonardo DiCaprio is a fantastic actor. Yeah. But he just has that movie star yeah. charm. Kirk Douglas. Those type of guys. Okay, all right, I understand. <laughs> Kurt yeah. Douglas. No, I, I do. Kurt I, Russell. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Go. Another Tarantino yes. um, favorite. Darling. Uh, Oft collaborator. I'm thinking of the word I'm thinking of. Uh, rogue Gallery. Member of the Rogues Gallery. Yep, that's what I was looking for. There you go. <laughs> he got it, folks. I got it. My, my, got my four neurons were able to rub together enough. <laughs> yeah, but um, like yeah, Cosmo. no, I like I like Cosmo a lot. There's nothing to dislike about the man, to be in truth. Yeah, that's the problem I had with Like a Dragon, mm-hmm. which was, well, my biggest problem was that it's a different game mm-hmm. and it has nothing to do with the which because uh, I'm going to play that next. Yeah, I think I'm going to play Like a Dragon next. You might like it because you like RPG. Yeah, but the thing for me also that kind of put me off is this game in one way or another six. Is kind of uh, the it, final entry like in the Cosmos side. Right? Yeah, that can mean many things, but it's clear at the end that this is probably his last game. Yeah, uh, unless something miraculous happens. Um, so I knew he wasn't going to be in it, but just for me, it was like, and even though I haven't played the all six Yakuza games, I yeah. only played one. I think it's cause, yeah, he kind of, but he just even in the one he exudes. Uh, I was going to say yeah, he, that this is about him. Yeah, he. It, he exudes previous experience. Yes. Like, you just know that he's a badass. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's a history to him. Like, the the way all the Yakuza treat him at the Tojo clan headquarters. Yeah. Or even, like, Date-san. He's just, like, he knows about Cosmo. He yes. knows how cool Cosmo is. And I don't know if you've had a lot of this yet, but in the game, there is a lot of... 
uh, reverence for the dragon of Dujima when people talk yeah, about people that like, name. I've heard rumblings, but yeah. yeah. He's like Voldemort in his universe. So there's something about that. And, and Yakuza 7, like a dragon. Uh, it's not really Yakuza 7, but... Um, I think it is called Yakuza 7, ain't it? Maybe it is. I think it's Yakuza 7, like a dragon. I think it's just its uh, add-on. It's uh, Subtitle? What's the dot of a dot called? Colon? Yeah. It's colon yeah. like a dragon. It's just this new protagonist, I'm like, uh, I don't know. You know, I mean, it's you're just not Kazuma. Yeah. You know, it's like... Uh, it's like a new Godfather movie without Michael Corleone. Yeah, but I, think and I haven't even seen. The I can appreciate though. Why? I haven't played Like a Dragon, but from what you're explaining, I appreciate that you didn't just try to make another Cosmo. I do appreciate because that. because I yeah. think that would have not worked. Yeah. So I think for you, it turns you off because it's not Cosmo again. But I think that's good for the series. Well, I think really, I'm more interested in the other way they've taken it. With the Judgment series. Yeah. Which is, and I agree, if you're going to follow something up, just make it in the same universe but different. Yeah. And for me, this is even more different where it's got, uh, now you're playing a more of a detective character, and it's in the same world. So I like that. I'm enjoying Judgment so far. And I um, I like that um, it's, what am I looking for here? The word that I'm thinking of. Any damage you take only counts in cutscenes. Yeah. For Kazuma, you can get your ass kicked in a cutscene, but when it uh, to, in a fight, when the cutscene, he's completely clean. Yeah. So it looks like he's never taken a hit before in his life. Yes. Which I think adds to the mystique about the man. Yeah. Because yeah. every time he just seems like he absolutely glides through life. It does. Yeah. Which yeah. I appreciate. Does he get older during the game? In this game? Yeah. Or in all the games? Does it like start catching up to him, or is he just invincible? I think he is old. I think there. Well, I think the game wants you to think he's old. Even yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I was, I was asking. Like as I don't you, think he, as you get like 40 hours in, does he kind of slow down? No, there's not like an Arthur Morgan okay. TV thing. In okay, this. He, but he I kind of would have enjoyed that a little bit. Hmm? I would kind of enjoy that a little bit because it seems like he was. How active was he? Do you know about the timeline at all? Sort of a little bit. How active was he in Persona Five? Uh, not Persona in um, Yakuza Five. He was retired, right? I think in Yakuza Five. Or was he the fourth chairman in Yakuza 5? I think he was the fourth chairman in Yakuza 4. Okay. And in Yakuza 5, I think he was retired but brought back in. I was going to say, because... But I think he was really active. I mean, he's doing as much as he's doing in this game. No, I was going to say, because to be honest with you, Yakuza 6 feels like he's been out of the game for a while. He's even been, he outside, jail even outside of jail. Years. Before that, it feels like he hadn't been in Yakuza for like a long time. So right. I, I kind of would have liked like a Dark Knight Rises thing where it's catching up to him as mm. he got older, where his, you know, it's just... He can't walk as well, and his yeah, yeah. joints are getting degraded. I don't know if it would have been super integral, but it's just something like brought up in like a cutscene or something. It's like, hey, you can't keep doing this to your body forever. Yeah, yeah. But um, I was just asking if that happens later in the game. I don't. I wasn't thinking that it, it did. could have. It would have been good, but it did not. Yeah. Or I, I don't think it would have been necessary. I don't even think it would make the game better. But I think it would have been an interesting thing it's to another, do. It's another. It's a. It's another good idea that we'll use in Lockfield. <laughs> yeah. Because so. I don't want to like uh, the womification drive. of. Kazuma, I don't want to be like useless at the end of the game. Yeah, yeah. but he's, he's the invincible you dragon. You want Mortal Logan situation? But yeah, it would have been interesting. Yeah, in my understanding, Yakuza Five, Haruka is. I think that's the first game he's got Haruka, or maybe he's had her before. He was even younger girl. Because I, I sent you that fan art that one time of him and a little girl about the size of his knee. So that ah, might have been young Haruka. It might have been her at first. I think she's the daughter of a woman, the woman that he loved once. Okay. And then in Yakuza 5, she's becoming an idol mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And yeah. then she leaves it. Beginning it's kind of, of recapped at the beginning. Yeah. But anyway, 
So that's how you feel about Cosmo. You like him. Yeah. I think he's a great character. I really like him a lot. And uh, you'll. I appreciate that he's not just a uh, uh, meat slab. He's not just a lunkhead. Yeah. He's funny. No, he is funny, and he's he's stoically hilarious. He's stoic and hilarious, but he's also very caring. Yeah. He's very. He's not a jackass. It's clear that he's got priorities above. Yeah. He's he's old school. Yeah. He's he's got old school school. honors thing. Yeah. But also, it's clear that he like he's a good guy above all else. Like yeah. he's got a strong. Moral and it's not even core. just like a good guy for the sake of it makes life easier. He's just intrinsically a good guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He seems like he he just has to do the right thing. Yeah, and I like that. Like going to jail. Like there's no other option in his brain but to go to jail. Yes. Everyone was like, if you get a good, if you lawyer up, you only destroyed some property. You could get off on parole. And he's yeah. like, no, this is my penance. I have to go. Yeah. Like it's his equivalent of uh, taking off the kimono and showing your neck, mm-hmm. kind of thing. So I think it was. I like that. I like. It. I liked it a lot. Uh, outside of Cosma, just the story overall so far that you've experienced. How are you feel about it? That's you... been a pain in my fucking ass. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's fucking. I do not appreciate the running around horse shit. Okay, that stuff I don't like. Um, I give pre- an instance for the folks. Um, find that fucking picture for that girl was a pain in my ass. Okay. Um. Trying to find an Akuma was a pain in my ass. Mm-hmm. Um, every time I have to go back to the bar to see Mama is a pain in my ass. Okay, but um, <laughs> it's a better it's better now that the town is smaller. Yeah, but in uh, I think it's part of turning me off in Camucho too. Uh, it was just you got to run all around. Doing... You got to do run fucking everywhere. Yeah, I mean, because I I do I do think it's story missions are really weak because it's just walk somewhere fight walk somewhere fight. Yeah, and the fights are what sell it. But the walking everywhere is a pain in my ass. Mm-hmm. I think the story gets better as it goes along, and more plot. You kind of get more plot going on instead yeah. of just because as of right now, it's walk around with your baby, give it to mama, do something, get the baby back, yeah. go to bed, yeah, yeah, yeah. wake up, go see mama, look for your Harka's husband again. Yeah, and it's getting interesting now because those uh, the office boys. Yeah, you got your new uh, Yakuza yeah, family. My new started. Yakuza family. I They are all dodgy about the whole Haruka thing. Yeah, do you like Nagumo? Um, he's the one that kind of looks like a flip, right? Is that him? Nagumo's the one that was in the bar, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he looks kind of flippy. He has his incredibly high waist. <laughs> yeah, he looks like, like one of my uncles. Not yeah. like... He looks like, he looks like he could be an uncle of mine. He doesn't resemble an uncle that I have. Okay. What about the drunk one? Or that's on no, your... that's white. No, he's not yeah, a drunk either, though. But he's white. Uh, your dad's a drunk. He's not a drunk. Uh... <laughs> your dad's defensive. <laughs> I'm not defensive. Um, but yeah, I like the the new Yakuza family so far. I like yeah. uh, I like the old man who doesn't give a shit. Old man Hiroshi. Um, he's just smoking with a baby on his. He was lap. smoking onto a baby. Yeah, yeah. I think I think part of the dialogue that I skipped, the baby had crawled onto him because he put the cigarette out. Yeah. Once Haruto was sitting on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. I don't like that I can only skip some dialogue at some scenes because the cutscenes really drag, but I don't want to miss it, mm-hmm. which is one thing I like about Persona because you could skip scenes and then there's a chat log that you can go through, like in yeah. uh, Doki Doki. And I wish that was in here. And maybe it is, and I don't even look. I was playing Judgment yeah. pl- uh, a couple days ago, and I wished I was like, oh, I wish we had the Doki Doki thing because or the Persona thing because I asked the guy a question I accidentally skipped over it. I was like, oh, fuck, I wish there was a log. So yeah, I, I do like said. the logs. I like the... Those hints of just it just makes everything easier. Mm-hmm. But um, the story so far has been fine. There's a funny your name thing that happened. 
<laughs> yeah. I couldn't get down those fucking stairs. Two things happened. No, there was... Yeah, I remember playing that, and I, I stopped the game for the night. I, <laughs> I said, almost did. I was many, like, fuck! I keep running into too many side missions right here. And I, uh, I walked down the stairs, and then the Your Name thing happened, and then I kept walking, and that lady was yelling at her new idol. Yeah. The manager was yelling at her new yeah. idol. And then... And then I... Oh, and then I got I got caught into doing uh, Omichi. Oh, yeah. Uh, Onomichi-kun or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, it's Onomichi because it, Ono looks like an emoji. Yeah, yeah. But... Yeah. Um, He's nice. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. I like that yeah. mission. That's when he did the funniest thing in the game so far where he, <laughs> he just, just starts waxing on, drifting, and talking about his love life <laughs> as this children's mascot. I also like when they all started kicking the shit out of him. Yeah. <laughs> Which <laughs> seems to be a common trope in, like, Japanese media that I've seen. Mm. Where it's just like a, a mascot or an adult, and it's kids just like to hit them. I guess I don't really see it much in American media. I guess like I don't know, like kindergarten cops or anything. I really think yeah, of like that. But um, yeah, I don't see that so much. Yeah, I see it a lot in Japanese media, where it's just the punchline is hitting an adult because you're a child and it's funny. We don't hit so much here anymore. No, we America has has uh, the kids shoot you now. <laughs> we now frown upon hitting more. Yeah. I was listening. To, I was sitting at my table at work uh, the other day, and I was listening to the anime talk. Like, man, all these fucking kids are pussies. You can't even fucking bully kids anymore. And I was like, all right, guys, <laughs> I'm not gonna charm. I was like, yeah, these kids these age. And I was like, I'm only 22, guys. Yeah, I was in high school five years ago. I still know about this shit. Yeah. He's like, bullying is a fucking pussy, am I right, man? <laughs> bullying does not make children stronger. <laughs> yeah, poor kids. Every I hate everybody. I just want. Yeah, I. Driving makes me hate everyone so much. I might have to stop driving by like thirty because I just detest it so much. Due to your high blood pressure, not even high blood. I just, I literally just hate driving. I hate being behind the wheel of a vehicle. I wish we had more trains. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or buses that didn't suck, or trams, or fucking something else that's not driving. Yeah, I, I hate, think, I hate those yeah. make you think pictures. Have you ever seen those pictures where they're like, oh yeah, we took the road out. This is how much. Places civilians get, oh, or sure. just the sidewalk strip, and it's like an eight lane street, and like, oh, that fucking sucks. Yeah, if that was all pedestrian, or that was bike lanes, or bus lanes, or shit, it'd be so much better flow through. You know what I mean? Instead, you have eight lanes of cars with one person in each of them. Instead of a bus, you could fit forty people on. Mm. That kind of shit. Yeah, I also <sighs> like to drive sometimes, though. I like the freedom. I do. I like driving, but I hate people, other people driving. That's true. I love driving at one in the morning when no one's fucking up. I'd like to be the only driver. Yes. I think that would be great for society if I was the only driver. And I was allowed to hit people. It was really nice. I think part of the reason I hate driving, too, is because I started driving in November of 2019. So by the time I hit my stride of being comfortable driving, it was coronavirus. So when I was out, no one else was out. Like, mm. I'd go for a drive, like, once at night. Like, at 11, I was like, I need to get out of the house today. But I haven't been out of the house all week. I'll go for a drive. So I'd drive all the way like, a paddock lake and come back. Yeah, you told me about that. And then... You started driving way after I did. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. a year or more? More. Because you were driving... You were picking me up from Culver's still. Yeah. I worked at Culver's, and then I worked at Festival for 18 months. And by the end of Festival, I had gotten a car. Okay. But um, I got in a car accident, so I didn't drive. Oh, okay. Did I ever tell you the story? No. Oh. Um, you were you, be, you became lame due to a car accident? Well, no. I just got in a car accident. I didn't want to drive anymore. Like oh, I you just, were frightened? Yeah, just, like, getting behind the wheel scared me because I almost died. Oh, when was this? Um, this? I was still working at Culver's, and I was in um, just a car accident. We were. Was this when you were drag racing? No, I was not behind the wheel of that car. 
Okay. Um, <laughs> when people were drag racing? Yeah, when we were, I was in a car that was going over the speed limit, and we hit some black ice, and we jumped the curb, oh. and uh, I remember I was so scared that I like shut my eyes, like I was in this innately afraid yeah the last which thing is rem- fine because you were a passenger the la- yeah but the last thing i remember was as the passenger the yeah. a telephone pole right in front of the car oh so if i if we were to hit it i would have died instantly yes so by the time i had next time like i had i had, had my learner's permit by then the next time i sat down in a car i had like a panic attack i couldn't turn on the car hmm. like i was completely freaked out forever Re- uh, it, interesting and if i was in a car that was going over like 40 i get stressed out like it was bad for a while and then eventually it just Past, I had been long enough for me to drive again. Mm. Yeah, see. that was bad. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah, not a good time. No, not a good time. No. You didn't talk about that problem you had. You told I remember you told me about the accident. Now that you bring it up, yeah. but I didn't remember because you only brought it up one time. I think you didn't. Yeah, I think I, I brought it up. You had bad. not expressed. I think you, I think you, you had asked had... me before why I wasn't driving yet, and that's what I told you. Oh uh, yeah, I don't think you've made. As I said at the beginning of the show, we do not talk to each other about our personal lives. Yeah, I almost died once, and it stopped me from driving for a year and a half. <laughs> so I almost died when I was driving. Isn't you, it the time you almost killed yourself? It's the time I almost killed myself. When you were in your van, you drove into the field? I drove down on the gravel road by my house. I was. This is funny, because you, you've uh, mostly known me as... Uh, how would you describe my driving? You suck at driving. You're a pussy. <laughs> you, do not, you do not aggressively drive at all. That doesn't make me a bad driver. No, it doesn't. That makes me unpleasing to you as uh, someone with a death wish. Well, I'm just uh, – it bothers me as a passenger because you could be going a lot faster. Folks, I don't go under I, – I go 15 over the speed limit at all times. And Griffin no, is not concerned. No, on the highway you go like 15 over when everyone else is going like 50 over. On the highway I go like 80 or 90. All right, fair enough. These days. Well, Maybe when we started, I was more close to the speed okay, limit because I, I was when saying, we started going to, to the Japanese uh, yeah. uh, supermercado, I, I had frog. frog. I had very, I had very little to no experience driving on highways, okay, yeah. and so I had been driving for like a year or two at that point, but only locally mostly. I, I went to Milwaukee for uh, my uh, improv training at the comedy sports place. See, uh, my uh, but other than that, my no. galaxy brain move was. Uh, I got my license and I instantly went to the Asian market like really? that week. Oh, okay. so I jumped on the highway, okay. doing like ninety. I see. And then the next month after that, I went to um, Schaumburg outside of Milwaukee, mm. which is Chicago. You fly through no Schaumburg's outside of Chicago. Okay, uh, what am I thinking of? What's Sturman? outside of Milwaukee? No, it's like a Schaumburg yeah. is Schaumburg is where the Asian market is. I'm trying yeah. to think of um, what I'm thinking of. Uh, hold on. It's gonna bother me now. What kind of place? Uh, it's just a, it's just a, um, south of Milwaukee or? No, it's a, it's like a, it's an hour and a half from us. Sheboygan. 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 So I went to Sheboygan like a month after that by Port Washington. So I had to fly through Milwaukee too and almost get crushed by a fucking semi truck. Yeah. So and that's why you hate them to this day. I still, yeah, I do. I detest them. So I, I cut my teeth on flying on the highway. Okay. So. Maybe that's why I judge you when you're driving. A little bit, I guess. I, I'm I'm I, I'm an aggressive driver in the way that I weave a lot. I don't uh-huh. cut people off, but if there's an opening, I'm like, okay, if I fast enough through here, slow down a little bit, jump over, I can back in the left lane and and beat these four cars out. Uh-huh. That's how I usually drive them. I think I don't do that because when I was growing up, my dad did that sort of thing, mm-hmm. and I always felt like he was being too aggressive. <laughs> so when I drive, I'm a little bit more. Which, or even just the stuff I'm like, hey, speed up! That beamer's going to cut you off. Yeah, and then 
he gets a fart you five seconds later. Because I'm okay with that. No, see, I would have been like, fuck that guy. I would I would have gotten a little little serotonin drip there. And I don't yeah, like to fuck s- that guy. I, I don't treat driving as a combat sport. <laughs> but so anyway, all is that to say that I'm a quite reserved driver. Yeah, no, you're good at driving. For the first year after I got my license, I would drive very dangerously because I wanted to die. Yeah, you were very suicidal. I hated myself. And I was a depressed person. So I would drive very dangerously. And so all the time, every time I went on the gravel there, either taking a left or going down more gravel, I would just drift around these corners having fun. And uh, it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> but one time I was just in a shitty, fucked up, pissed off mood yeah. and depressed and shit. And I was way speeding, way drifting. And I went around this corner and I just totally fucking lost control. I was like, oh shit. And I just kind of braked and I, cra- I drove into the woods. Mm. And uh, I felt, <laughs> you know, bushes and shit and branches going past. Yeah. And I was like, I could have hit that branch right through the windshield, impaled me. I could have hit that pole. I mean, I just like, yeah. I drove into the fucking woods. Yeah. And so I, I, I felt like I for sure almost died, was my reaction to that. Yeah. And uh, I was like, oh shit. And so to me, I chalk that up as like almost a suicide attempt. <laughs> yeah, no, from, I, that's fair enough. From having a horrible. Because I literally assumed when you told me that, that you had taken that gravel road and you floored it off the turn. Like yeah. you didn't even turn. You just kept going because that's Basically. what you had decided to do. No, I didn't do it consciously, but I okay, said yeah. my recklessness. Due to my state of mind yeah. was basically, I said... Akin to wanting to die. I said, it's okay if I die here because I don't give a shit. Yeah. I, I was behaving like I'm okay with dying. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, But then, for me, that didn't really... I don't think I thought about that too much afterwards. Or, like, I thought about it at the time. I was like, holy shit, that's fucking crazy. I think because you had already been driving. Maybe that's... Because I had just gotten my permit when that happened. Okay. And I was like, oh... This is the danger of driving. Okay. This is what happens the exact wrong way if you drive. Yeah. So maybe because I had already been a driver. It yeah, because that was right in January when I got my permit. Okay. That makes sense. I lied. I told my family there was a deer, and I swerved to avoid it. I did that too when I first got my car. Because yeah. I got my car in November, and it snowed. And mm-hmm. I don't have ABS on my car because it is old. Yeah. So I would whip it around 75th. Uh-huh. Excuse me. Yeah. Well, whatever. It's a it's a street. Yeah. It's a, it's a, like 88th. I mean, it's just a street. I and I don't have a, a parking brake, so I just whip it around, yeah. slam on my brake, and I drift around that corner. And I kept fucking doing it because <laughs> I work at like four in the morning. I do it once I got to work, and because um, the work is um, a turn right to a turn left. Mm-hmm. So if you whip it around, you could just kind of slide through the middle, and then it's a one really. Pretty hard bank into the parking lot. This is where you work now. Yeah. Okay. It's a pretty. Well, yes, you're right. Yeah. Have you been there? Or yeah. Have you just seen it from the road? No, I mean, well, there's because the dims there. Oh, yeah, yeah. And all that shit. Like, I've been around there. Yeah. So, like, right on, um, there's a really hard bank to get in there. So, if you floor it and you, if you feather your brake, you, you keep sliding. You start sliding. Deja so, I did that a lot. Uh, until uh, my wheel decided he didn't want to do it anymore. I was whipping around once, yeah. and then it w- I think it was cold, and I didn't have my gloves on, so it slipped just a little bit, and I went, whoop, my tail flipped around. Yeah. I was like, never mind, I'm done doing that. Because yeah. <laughs> that, that's why I don't like driving, is just when I don't feel in control of the vehicle, and yeah. it, it worries me, because then I know it's the most likely chance of me dying. Yeah, no, sure, for sure, yeah. Because um, I didn't like the feeling of it being out of control <laughs> as I careened into the fucking woods. Because I think I've told you the story before, but I'll tell it again. When I was going up to uh, Sheboygan, um, yeah. it was I got caught in a rainstorm. Okay. And I was flying in the left lane at 90, 
caught in the rainstorm. So I turn my wiper blades all the way on. And I'm going fast enough where my wiper blades do not make contact with my windshield. So it is a sheet of rain, and I cannot see in front of me. Yeah. And I take my foot off the accelerator, and the speedometer doesn't start going down. Oh. So I'm hydroplaning, and I cannot see. So I start... I start tapping my brake and start bringing it down five, 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 five. Hydroplaning is frightening as shit. Yeah, and I was hydroplaning at ninety because it was you. I drove into the thunderstorm, so the road was already wet where I was, and then I was instantly wet in my vehicle. Not me myself, my yeah. vehicle was instantly wet. So I looked out my side mirror. And I I pulled it all the way over to the shoulder. I turned my flashers on, turned my windshield wipers off. I said, "I am waiting until it is no longer raining," <laughs> and I did. It was about five minutes, and it just kept going over. And I was like, that was way better than just keeping on driving. Sure, yeah. Or I would have died. It's like if you're too tired or something. You know, yeah. Just fucking pull just over. fucking pull over. And especially a good move, you just get to an overpass, and you barbecue under there with the grill you keep in the trunk. And you just wait for the rainstorm to pass. And then other folks park under there. Hey, that's like a good community. Yeah. yeah. It's like a whole thing. No. Yeah, it's great. I love when that happens. But yeah, that was another time where I uh, vehemently remember not being in control of my vehicle. Yeah. Well, I feel like due to my safe driving, now that I don't want to kill myself, and uh, and experience, I think I'm a pretty good driver. And uh, I told you about it because my car told me that I could not see, which was nice of it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's just fucking... Driving is insane when you think about it. Like, I don't no, know how... It's, it's... I've driven through such bad blizzards and rainstorms and shit... And it's like, I get through it, but the whole time it's, you're on edge, and it feels like it's yeah. luck that you make it. Yeah. Uh, just like, driving, driving like, safely. I was like, driving through town sometimes feels like I barely made it to work, because no one else knows how to fucking drive. Yeah. I, I complained about it on the radio all the time. It sucks. Everyone sucks so bad at driving. Yeah. I I was, where was I? Um, I was over by Dunkin' Donuts. The one on um, the main road. All right. Dunkin' Donuts. It's a brand. Oh, God. Let's we'll talk about how it makes you feel. So, I was. So, um, this guy had stopped in the middle of the road. Yeah. To let this guy out of the Dunkin' Donuts parking lot, which is always full because the Dunkin' Donuts is too fucking small. Yeah. On that corner. It's, it is. And, but it had just turned green and he was waiting there from like the last light to let this guy through. So, I'm going through the light at regular driving speed. And to slam my fucking brakes because he had just decided to stop in the middle of the road out of nowhere. Wow! I was like, "Are you fucking kidding? Like, what is wrong with people? Why does no one know how to drive?" It's a Wisconsin thing. It's yeah. <laughs> no, because driving in Illinois sucks. No, you're right. Nobody can drive anywhere. No. Just now, how many? We haven't done this podcast ever where I haven't said just today when we talk about the yeah traffic. about driving. Yeah, we were in the fucking roundabout. Someone cut me off. Yeah, someone cut you off because she was like, "No, I'm some dumb I'm bitch just cut going. me off. Some bitch in a fucking Cadillac." In in this fucking metric intersection, and they can't they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Just kept going, yeah. It's simple as shit. No, if there's you someone in the, the right, yeah, if there's someone in the roundabout, you do not go. Just treat it. Roundabout has right of way. Yeah. So treat you're like on a side street coming to a main street. If there's someone coming, you do not go. No, you don't have the right of way to go. That's not complicated. You're the roundabout is the incoming traffic, and you are turning into it. You are you are the side street. Yeah. Roundabout is the main. I also hate that shit. People that are like, oh, hey, this guy's trying to get out of the side street. So the guy in front of you just fucking stops to let yeah. the guy through. I'm like, dude, you just keep driving. He'll get out in the next minute. Like, just keep going. If you keep going, traffic will move. You're making it worse because now move. it's going to butterfly where everyone else has to tap on their brake all the way back. Yeah. It's like, just fuck. Just drive. Just fucking drive your car. Yeah. 
I don't mind it so much if it's like seriously fucked up traffic and you see a guy and then the guy lets a guy go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not so much. Like when, but when it's regular traffic. Yeah, and it's just like, oh, I'm commuting to work and someone has decided to let this guy in at nine in the morning. There's just no fucking point. Yeah, <laughs> my mic almost fell. I saw out. that. Yeah, I don't know why. It's because you. Uh, this episode a lot you've been touching it a lot. Yeah. Oh, I have? Well, because you keep moving your chair and you'll bring it with you. Oh, that's yeah, I have. Yeah. No, I was just no, assuming that's probably what jostled it. That probably is why. Have you seen Red Mike, Blue Mike on Disney <laughs> Channel? No, I guess I am. Okay. What's it about? Uh, it's about uh, two gay guys <laughs> <laughs> named Mike. Uh, one's a Republican, one's a Democrat. This seem like a Disney, it seems like an SNL bit, not a No, Disney it's on Channel. Disney Channel. Is it, is it an SNL bit about the Disney Channel? No. Don't hit the power button by accident. No, no, no. What? What are we talking about? I don't know. We're talking about how we hate everyone else who's driving. On my show, my radio show that I do uh-huh. uh, this week, I brought up the fucking traffic and how every road is closed. Every fucking road is Thankfully, closed. Thankfully, everyone on the show agreed. The other, two other guys were with me on it. So, are they? Do they live in town with us? My editor producer guy does live in this town, <coughs> but uh, yeah, my, my every host does not. Every road is closed. Yeah, I remember. Uh, it was either Thursday or Wednesday last week. I was driving up the main road to get some fucking Wendy's for yeah. dinner. And it's like, oh, no, it's closed. What the fuck was happening? You and I went to Wendy's and it was closed. No, no, no. The road was closed. closed. The road was closed. The main road was closed. Oh, okay. And then went five blocks over to the sub road, and that was closed. That was true. So then I cut all the way right through a subdivision, and there was fucking construction in the subdivision, too. Yeah. And every road is a one-lane road, and everyone barrels down the middle. It's dangerous. And they don't let you through. It took me 20 minutes to get to Wendy's. It's a, like a three-minute drive. You should have taken 88. But uh, That's not even a, a road we can hit. Hmm? That's not even a road you can hit. One of the other... <laughs> you can it's take, by fives. You can... Uh, what was I get? Oh, yeah. Remember we were trying to get Wendy's yeah. using our mobile app? <laughs> when was that? Was and that it was uh, closed? Was that Monday? Was that, was that Monday? This, was that this week? It was, well, that was Sunday no, night, it's not right? a Monday because I got work. Was that Sunday night? Maybe it was Sunday night. It yeah. just happened. It was this week. It was very recently. Why was I getting you? I feel like we went. No, we oh, were. No, we, we went were, to get food specifically because we were on the phone. Yeah, we were on the phone. And we're like, oh, we're something. both hungry. And then you said you were going to go get something to eat, and I said that's funny. So am I. And you said, why don't we go together? I was like, yeah, just pick me up. Yeah, yeah. Wendy's fucking closed. We're going to McDonald's. It's fucking closed. What the fuck? Yeah, and McDonald's closed when we got there. Yeah, it was eight fifty-seven. They said, yeah, we actually just took our last order. And they cut the mic and turn off the lights. Yes. And then we drove by and they yelled, I and just wanted a fucking Pepsi. And then we go to the next Pepsi. McDonald's and they make me pay for the wrong order. Yeah. And then they say. And they then I said, you should have complained and got free food and you didn't do it. I should have, but I'm not an aggressive driver, so I didn't. <sighs> I would have. I would have been like, and yeah, then the, well. the kid guy who's standing there, he's, he's like. He's trying to talk. He's he like small talking to me. Yeah. He's standing there the whole time. I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> Leave me alone. He's like small talking you the whole time. So. Yeah, hey. Where you are know, you from? I'm not really. You know, they just started me. I don't care. I don't give a shit. But uh, yeah, that was I weird. I, sh- I should have started smoking and just started breathing in his face. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Does this bother you? Oh, well, why don't you shut your window and because uh, I need my down to vent. So yeah, yeah. If you Got could it. just go away. You should just roll up your window. I thought about it. Just I thought about I thought about looking him in the eye and rolling my window up as he's talking about his uh, I don't know whatever his new job. Who's your favorite McDonald's employee? Little Mexican lady, on the one on. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? The one that does breakfast. Oh, the one by my house. Yeah. 
I don't know. I know one with another. She old always lady. runs the second window, and she doesn't talk to you. She just gives you the food, but you're oh, always in, you're always in and out in like thirty seconds. I know her. Yeah. Yes. I also know there was an old like she seems like a sixty year old. I think she's a white lady. She's like did breakfast too. Mm. She she handled the orders. She seemed like a, she had a good attitude about it. And I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> my only that this uh, happened to my only problem with um, going to McDonald's in the morning is that like. It's like, oh yeah, till nine thirty, get your meal in a minute or it's free. That whole shit they do. It's a lie. Yeah, first of all, it's a lie, and second of all, the second after nine thirty passes, they stop. Because I go to work at like nine fifty ten, and I'm like, oh hey, it's nine fifty. I left a little bit earlier than usual. I'm, I'm gonna hit McDonald's and get something to eat on my way to work. And like, if I'm not at the order window by ten, I know I'm gonna be late for work. So I'm like, fuck it, I just pull out a line. Yeah, it's like not even fucking worth it. Because it takes them so long sometimes just to get that shit in order. I'm like, guys, you were doing it fine half an hour ago. Yeah. McDonald's breakfast is, uh, is fine. I miss the bagels. And I keep getting ads for them on Twitter. I keep getting bagel ads. And I'm like, what the fuck? You get bagel ads and they don't have bagels? Well, they're like, oh, get McDonald's breakfast. And Guys, they probably saw that I was using the app a lot to order the BTS They saw meal. that you keep messaging me about the bagels. <laughs> like, you can get notice that I kept talking about the BTS meal. And then it was such a pain in my ass. My favorite McDonald's employee is um, was it the thing you take your hat? It's the may I take your hat, sir. That was so great. That was at the one by the movie theater, right? That was no, that was the one by my house. You, me, and Bryant went there for a meeting. <laughs> yeah, about doing something. I don't know. Some we were going to do a some show nebulous. or work on something together, and uh, and it was one of those things where uh, I I wanted to do a project and you guys weren't serious about it. We were in high school. <laughs> Just seems like a recurring theme in this company. I every time I give you ideas, you make fun of me. I didn't. I embraced <laughs> them in the car today. No, you had an idea, this... and I said that's a good idea. No. First of what? all, you never said it was a good idea. Second of all, I said all right. You just kept go. doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was twirling a fake revolver. Yeah, I thought it was a good idea. I liked it. Okay. I liked it. You're lying. <laughs> so anyway, Bryant asshole was <laughs> getting his Fanta and you and I are over there still talking and she's like so how can I help you today sir would you like another show would you like more sweet showers sir and she was so nice yeah I think what we were ordering though is when we first started making fun of her yes. she was really nice he's like hi welcome to McDonald's can McDonald's. I get you something today may I take your answer <laughs> take your answer and then I think I leaned over you and was like can I take your answer? She said, may I take your order? <laughs> yeah, and then we fell apart. <laughs> yeah. I just, she was unreasonably nice. That was when that McDonald's used to be cool still, and there was a fireplace in the middle? That was before that McDonald's became a fucking nightmare. Yeah, that one sucks now. I like the old one because uh, sometimes when I was going to school, i just skip school and have breakfast at McDonald's for two hours and play on my phone. Uh-huh. And the only people that were in there were old old people having free coffee so i could just kind of hang out <laughs> yeah and then the number two bus just stops there sometimes i'm like oh hey i'll take the bus to school <laughs> yes uh, i miss those school. good old days i miss happy school halcyon days uh. those gilded days of high school when we used to have something to live for i know right you hate high school when you're in it, and then you look back and like high school was fine. <laughs> yeah, I, I messaged my my best friend in the world, Daniel Daniel Benson, the Poison Dwarf, uh, which was Gerbil's nickname. I um I would sit with him 
in the hallway during lunch in high school mm. uh, and with uh, Steve and our other friend. And so I messaged him and I said, high, sc- high school is a weird time because it's the time you, you spend the most time thinking about now and also wanted to get the fuck away from when it was happening. Yeah. It's like, a I weird nothing paradigm. to do with high school when I was in high school. And I'm like, man, high school kicked ass. Yeah. I'm not even one of those, all the butts. I'm not even, yeah. I'm not even <laughs> one of the people that are like, oh, high school, I, I preached at high school. I didn't. Uh, no, I'm not some chud, but I just, high school was way more fun than I thought it was. Yeah. And one of my friends was like, man, I'm so glad I'm not in high school. And I was like, why? You didn't have to do anything. I could take really good advantage of high school right now. If I could go... Take advantage of high schoolers right now? Or... Both. <laughs> like if when I you could... were driving and you were... <laughs> All right, so listen. <laughs> this bitch doesn't make any sense. It's only funny to me. All right, look. I'm John Hamm. <laughs> we're... This is like the seventh pitch. I'm John Hamm. I'm going to pitch to you a, uh, a product. Okay. High school. Right. Okay? So, right. Commercial. Right. Now, we could talk about the product. Yeah. But who's... I'd rather talk about... Who's in the commercial? I want to have this ad be how high school makes you feel. Okay. Okay. So we got a guy, mid-40s, businessman... Looks like John Ham. Is it John Ham? He walks in the front. Okay. Okay. Sits down next to you know two underage girls. Fifteen year old. Yeah, two fifteen year old girls. Okay. He makes out with them. Come, the uh, tagline comes up. High school. Thoughts. John. <clears throat> so every time you pitch me a commercial, you want to be in it, correct? No. Okay, you don't want to be in this one. I I don't want to be. So in if it. I cast Billy, you wouldn't be mad. Well, he's not really a John Ham type. So you want John Ham to be in it? Well, I just. Someone like John Hamm. So you, okay, so if I had a pool of candidates, the most person like John Hamm would be you. Would you take the job? Well, I suppose if I so was So you want to make one, out with two 15-year-old girls? That's not why. I just, okay, for the so, commercial. So why does every other pitch with a John Hamm character have 15-year-old girls in it? <laughs> Let's just, you know, John Hamm. I think that it's not about me. It's about the commercial and about the brand. It's about sending the right So they can pitch. not be in the commercial, right? What? <laughs> they cannot be in the commercial the if it's, if it's about the brand. The, our high school has nothing to do with fifteen-year-olds. It has it's high a learning experience. I mean, it's your first adult experience in the real world. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. Yeah, so they should probably probably be like seniors ready to graduate, right? <laughs> no, but you said no. yeah, exactly about life Not experience. The tools. For you, <laughs> I'm an ad executive. I know about what people want, and uh, I know what sells. Well, I know it's what I don't want in my commercial. And I don't want you kissing 15-year-olds in my commercial. All right, listen. Let me show you an ad here. I did this for Arby's, okay? Right here at the beginning, <laughs> beginning of this Arby's ad, we've got a guy, mid-40s, <laughs> business professional. Yeah. Looks like John Hamm. Is it John Hamm? It could be. Okay. He, he walks into the Arby's. He says, uh, I'll have the number 15. They say, we don't have that. And he says, what about her? They say, that's Lucy. She just started working here. She's 15. He says, I'll take her. And then it says, Arby's. Give her the meats. That's not for Arby's. John, that appears to be a, a VHS tape of your basement. <laughs> what I see there is a ad that you shot for Arby's that Arby's never paid for, <laughs> and that has been rebranded as the Pornhub logo in the shape of Arby's. Right or wrong? Right or wrong? Do I have the account or not? No. <laughs> All right, well, thanks, everybody, for coming. This is Miscellaneous, <laughs> the Phantom Podcast, Tactical Internet Operations, Jacob and Griffin, as always. And, of course, thank you to special guest John Hamm. Thanks, John uh, This was episode seven? I don't know. All Wait, right. Six. Seven, I think. I don't know.
Yeah, maybe. Griff, do you have any comments before we go? <sighs> John Hamm is a pedophile. Allegedly. It, or just a guy that looks like John Hamm. Yeah. Kevin Spacey has killed at least three people. Kevin Spacey is fully innocent, as <laughs> you can tell from... Kevin killed at least three people. Kevin Spacey must be innocent, because why else would all of his accusers have been murdered by wet work teams <laughs> in the intervening years? I mean, I can't think of another explanation. I can't believe John McAfee died in four hours since he got arrested. John McAfee said... I will never kill myself. People are trying yeah. to kill me. And then he was murdered. <laughs> no, he killed, He committed suicide. Come on. He gets a tattooed onto him. I would never kill myself. He probably did. I think he literally did. Yeah. There's something on him that was an identifier that he would not commit suicide. I think what he should have done is had a small, small camera, camera installed in his forehead <laughs> that was filming the whole thing and, and uh, having it sent to Ghislaine Maxwell. Like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> like Alec Baldwin's um, and Cartman's social network. Oh yes, what's it called? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> what did, what was it called? I don't remember. It was just whatever they think. Yeah, the yeah. Things. yeah. I'm in Barcelona. Get a sandwich. About <laughs> to get some tail. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Shut up, Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Did you hear about Alec Baldwin's <laughs> new movie? No. Alec Baldwin stars as an alco- a violent alcoholic man. Named Daniel Baldwin. <laughs> That'd be so funny. Yes. He plays his brother. Yes. Uh, All right. All right. We got to watch more Daniel Baldwin projects. We need to watch more Daniel Baldwin. We need to watch more Steven, Steven Seagal. Seagal. We're running out of good Steven Seagal, I think. Uh, I think from there, now on, Steven Seagal is going to suck. There must be more. There was only good, one good one so far. And yeah, it so. was Asian Connection. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. All right, everybody. Well, uh, this is Miscellany, the Phantom Podcast, Tactical Internet Operations. Number seven, Jacob McGriven here as always. Thanks for listening. And uh, if you're here from the Idiots podcast, you can go right to hell. All right. Why? <laughs> What's wrong with you? We got to start putting these on Spotify and stuff. No, it's hard. Well, yeah, well, we don't get any viewers on YouTube because it's just audio. No one likes us. I, I think that's why. <laughs> Does anyone have any suggestions as to how to get on Spotify? I don't the ADAs are on Spotify. I'm I know, sure but I think you easy. have to host it somewhere and then mirror it to Spotify, and I don't want to pay for that. Just put it on SoundCloud and mirror it to Spotify. I think you have to pay for SoundCloud at no, a certain point. I, I, okay, maybe. I think you have a certain amount of free audio on there. We'll see. Guys, do you know about... Hey, guys. Anyone else? Hey, hey, guys. Hey, guys. Wow. Hey, hey, guys. Oh, hey, guys. And uh, I'll put up a picture of a used Subaru here. Your, your spare phone keeps going off. Yeah. I don't know what that's about. I didn't, I didn't even know the phone was on. Yeah. Defies Christendom. All right, guys. Well, this is Miscellaneous Phantom <laughs> Podcast. Gonna close it Tactical out. Just Operations. It. Jacob here and Griffin, thanks for being with us. Uh, this was number seven. Uh, Griffin, how was your week? <laughs> All right. Let's see you guys over. next see time. You later. Bye. What are you doing? What? <laughs> you going to blip the whole thing?